Hello and welcome to Thank You for Sharing. I am your host, Jeff Mayhew, and today is a very special day because today is our first episode. So what is Thank You for Sharing? Well, Thank You for Sharing is a community-based podcast where we're going to talk about relationships. There's going to be three episodes a week. They're mainly going to be me talking. I'm sorry for that. There will be some other guests as well. One episode will be what I call a dad share. It's going to be me talking about my relationship with my children and how I'm handling becoming or being a father. The second episode will be a husband share. That's going to be me talking about my relationship with my wife, how I'm handling being a husband. And the third episode will be a community share. Now on a community share, we're going to ask people that live in our community to come on the podcast and discuss uncomfortable conversations. We're gonna try to make it comfortable. Um, We're gonna talk about their relationships and how they navigate them. And we're gonna talk about different issues in our own community and what we can do as individuals and as part of our community to make it better. So let's get started. Let's get our first episode started. Well, give you a little background. My name is Jeff Mayhew. I am 36. I am a father of five amazing children. Although it depends on the day you ask me. (laughs) Um, My youngest are five. I have twin daughters that are five. I have another daughter who is 12, a son who will turn 12 later this month, and another son who is 18. My wife and I have been together for a lot of years. <laughs> um, she, when we got together, I had a, I had my daughter, who is now 12. She was two. And she had her son, her two sons, who were eight and two. Uh, it was our, my second marriage. And uh, we got together and eventually had twins. So... It's been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, The reason I wanted to do this podcast is because that information that I just shared with you that about it being my second marriage and having stepchildren is something that's been difficult for me to talk about. Um, I don't necessarily think that there's anyone in my life making me feel like I did something wrong, but... I felt like I did something wrong in the fact that I didn't go the traditional route and get married, have kids, and live a happily ever life. I felt like I let myself down. I felt like I left the people I care about down by getting divorced and then getting remarried and raising other people's kids and having somebody else raise my kids. And um, It took me a while to become comfortable with it. I hope that me talking openly about The things that have been difficult for me as a parent and as a father, as a husband, will help others cope with it and feel okay with the fact that you don't have to be perfect. And it's okay if it's your second marriage. It's okay if some of the kids have different fathers than other kids. What's important is the kids and making sure that they're taken care of and that they're loved and that they're cared for. So it's a little history about me, a little bit of my family. You'll hear little bits more and more as the uh, podcast goes on. So for our first episode, 
I want to have a really good husband share with you. The other night, I came home and I wasn't myself. I've been working really hard on a bunch of different projects. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds on the projects, but they're big. They're big projects. They're difficult. And when you're working on something that big and you're working on something fresh and new, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to tell you that you can't do it. And, you know, I expected that when I went into this endeavor. But even with the expectation of being told no and being told that it's impossible and you can't do something, I still believe. I still believe that they're wrong and that they're just missing the piece that I'm seeing. And they underestimate, they underestimate me. They underestimate my work ethic and what I can accomplish. And every time I have a meeting with somebody, I'm trying to convince them to believe in me. And rationally, from their perspective, they have no reason to believe in me. They're not wrong in telling me that I can't do these things. In fact, I actually agree with them. I think what I'm trying to do is incredibly difficult. And I think there's a high likelihood of my failure. But unfortunately, I believe in what I'm doing. I believe it'll make the world a better place. I believe it'll it's the best thing for my family. So I continue onward. And a few days ago, I had a meeting and I was given negative feedback as far as not that the content of what I wanted to do was wrong, but that it was just impossible. I took that as a positive at the time. Um, didn't let it get to me. But the very next day, I got an email from somebody else that I had been trying to work with. And they did the same thing. They said the same things. And I got it during the middle of the day while I was at work. And through the course of the day, it just weighed on me. And it weighed on me. And it weighed on me. To the point where I got home and I started to feel irritated, down, depressed. <sighs> I didn't want to feel that way. I wanted to be positive and upbeat and I wanted to go to work and keep on moving forward, but I couldn't let it go. I couldn't cope with it. So I got home and I was frustrated and I walk in the door and I think my wife could tell immediately that there was something wrong. And she asked me and I, I said, something to brush her off because I didn't want to talk about it. I ended up going upstairs just to try to escape, you know. Um, in the past, I get in these moods which are brought on by, you know, various different circumstances, and I don't realize that I'm in the mood at first. I don't realize it until one of my kids or my wife says or does something and I get angry at them for no reason at all. And I take them out, that frustration that's pent up inside of me out on them through, you know, being upset at something that shouldn't be upset about or raising my voice. And I've gotten to the point where I realized that I was in that spot. So I decided to go upstairs, put myself away from everybody else. Now, I don't necessarily think that this is the 
correct way to handle the situation. Being disconnected from your family is no way to handle difficult problems, but it was the way I felt best to handle it at that moment. My wife, my amazing wife, came upstairs and tried to talk to me. I was short with her, but she could tell something was wrong. She gave me compliments. She gave me positivity. And then she gave me space. She, she left. And she left me upstairs. She didn't ask me to come down and help with dinner. She didn't ask me for help with the kids. She just let me, what I call, sulk. Because essentially that's what I was doing. I was upset. I was frustrated. And I sulked. I sat in my bathroom, which is where I go when I am feeling disconnected because it's the only place in my house where my children can't hear me <laughs> or get to me. And I sat there and I started to just write about my feelings on Twitter. <laughs> it's a weird thing to do. Um, talk about how I felt disconnected, frustrated. And through that process, I start to feel better. I start to think, maybe it's not them. Or maybe it's not me. Maybe I'm not the one that's crazy. Maybe they are. Maybe they are just looking at the world the way they've been told to see it, and I'm looking at it in a new and fresh way. And maybe once I can articulate my vision better, maybe they'll like the vision I'm saying, and maybe they'll join me for the adventure and the betterment of the world, <laughs> our society. But I sat up there and I, I typed, I expressed my feelings, and I thought about my wife. And I thought about what she did for me, how she gave me encouragement, and then the space. I think it's so vital. I'm not typically somebody that likes to be alone. I'm a very social person. I love to be around people. I love to talk to people. But in a moment like that, I struggle to treat people the way that I want to treat them. And because of that, I isolate myself. I feel like I'm protecting those around me. But I'm also protecting myself because I know that I'll cause hurt. And that hurt will, in turn, cause me hurt as well. It can be difficult. For a really long time, I didn't understand this about myself. And I would go in the same vicious circles, causing hurt around me. And I just so appreciate the fact that I've grown as an individual. And I've grown through my wife and through my kids. I listen to them when they tell me I am misbehaving. Just as I wish my kids would listen to me when I tell them they're misbehaving. My wife has challenged me so much over the last 10, 12 years. I can't even keep track anymore. I'm old. I'm really bad with dates, so I, forgive me. I'm sure she does. She knows that we're married, and she knows that I remember the day. I just don't remember what year it was. But she challenges me every day. And when I step out of line and I act in a way that isn't the way that I should act, 
she's always challenged me. And not only does she challenge me, but she's helped me cope with that. She's helped me work through the feelings, helped me understand myself better. And on this day, I just felt so grateful for her, so grateful to be with her and to have her give me that support because that's what love is. Love is accepting someone for all of their faults and helping them and giving them the support to be the best version of themselves. And I'm lucky to have that in my wife. I'm lucky that I have somebody understanding and caring and patient. Sorry, just getting a little emotional here. <laughs> it's hard sometimes, you know? It's hard to it's hard to admit the things that you do that are wrong. It's hard to talk about them. And for somebody in my wife's position who sees somebody like that, it's hard to give them the space. I think it's something that I struggle with when my wife is dealing, dealing with the same problems. I struggle with giving her the space to cope with it on her own. I always will just want to fix the problems, you know? It's just who I am. But she knows better than I do. And she loves me. And she really helped me that day. And I'm so grateful for her because it makes me a better husband, which definitely benefits her. It makes me a better father because I caused so much less damage than I could have. You know, when I came downstairs after walking through my feelings or writing through my feelings and talking to her, I came downstairs myself. I came downstairs connected, ready to be a husband and a father again. And the person that I was before that was an individual. And an individual is not a good parent. An individual is not a good husband because they're only thinking about their own feelings and they're only thinking about their own needs. And to be a good husband and to be a good father is to think about others' feelings and needs. It's something that I've struggled with quite a bit over my lifetime over my experience of being married, being a father. But now I'm 36, and now I've figured this out, and I'm working on it. I'm working on it every day. And I hope that this little story about my flaws helps somebody else. Maybe you hear it and you think, you know what? Am I going through that? Am I lashing out? Do I cause damage when other people, when I'm in pain to people that don't deserve it? I don't know you. I don't know who's listening. But if I had to guess, I would say at some point you probably have. And that's okay. You should be forgiven for it. I forgive you. It took me a long time to forgive myself for it. But once I did, I was able to start working on myself and becoming a better person. Because ultimately, the reason I struggled at forgiving myself is because I wanted to be a good father and a good husband. And the idea that I wasn't, I didn't want to accept it. And in order to forgive myself, I had to accept that I wasn't doing a good enough job. And once I did that, I think I became a better husband and a father. I hope my kids and I hope my wife agrees. 
And I hope that whoever out there listens starts to reflect on your own behavior, on your own actions, and work on those. And most importantly, talk to the people that you care about most about them. Let them know what you're going through so they can help you. Because without my wife's help, I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today. She makes me a better person. So, thank you for coming. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you for listening. I hope you like and subscribe. I hope you share the episode with anybody that you feel. If you hear a noise, that's probably one of my children outside my door trying to get in right now. I apologize. As we go through this podcast, you'll realize that I'm just a man. I'm not a professional. And I'm recording this at my house and I have five kids. So sometimes you're going to pick up noise that you're not going to like to hear. And I hope it doesn't annoy you too much (laughs) because it kind of annoys me. But I love them and I forgive them for that too. So again, thank you for... Thank you for listening. Please share, like, subscribe. If you are a part of this community and this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, some you want to be a guest, there are issues that you want to talk about or relationship uh, advice that you want to give, reach out, email me. Let's get together and let's have a conversation. This is something I've been working on for quite some time and I'm very, very excited about. I really think that can help. I just love people so much. I hate seeing people in pain. And I know, I know so, so well that they are good people, even if they don't think they're good people. And I know this because I've had people in my life help me and make me a better person. Until next time, peace and love.